What would happen if you allowed yourself to fully partner with God? I'm Jessica, wife, mom, and business coach. After years of building an empire and coaching hundreds of women, I decided to stop separating my faith and my business so I could become a kingdom builder. A kingdom builder is a woman who wants to build herself up in faith so she can grow her business, increase her influence, and multiply her wealth. All for God's kingdom. Listas? Let's go. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the first episode of Kingdom Builder Podcast. My name is Jessica. I'm freaking out that we are in episode one. Um, I wish I could say that this feels like riding a bike, as they say. Well, I had a podcast before and I'm just jumping back in and it's like nothing. No, you guys, this feels like the first episode ever because it's a new topic. It's a new industry. It's a new market. It's a new type of woman that I'm really speaking to, but really the same one. I'm so grateful that you're here. Um, if you have been a longtime listener of Latina Business Coach podcast, and now you're getting this notification, like, what am I listening to? I'm just grateful that you're here. It's not a coincidence. And I'm really excited to start talking about bridging a new gap. So for those of you that are new listeners and don't know what I'm talking about, I'm the former founder of Latina Business Coach. And I say former because I'm not actively building that business anymore, that brand. Uh, but it opened so many doors and so many opportunities to really be able to help me get to where I am now. I really focused on talking about how we needed to bridge a gap. The gap was that Latinas are still the lowest paid women in a corporate setting and business. And a lot of the content that was produced, my business, my entire program was focused around helping us bridge that gap. I'm still extremely passionate about helping women, especially Latinas, make more money because 100% still need to bridge that gap. So much of it was mindset. And now I'm realizing that a lot of it was actually spiritual. So um, while I am still Latina and still supportive of all Latina businesses and anything that is in the works, I am just pivoting into what is a new season and what I feel like God has really called me into, which is to focus on kingdom building. I wanted to talk about a new gap that I saw, right, which was business and I had built it to a multi six figure business. I had a different income level and so that meant that I was able to qualify to be into in more rooms with different masterminds. Uh, I needed a higher level of training or I wanted to be around a different caliber of women. And so what happened with this was that I started walking into a lot of spaces that were not aligned with me spiritually. And it was really difficult. I didn't see it at the time uh, because I just wanted to hit that next level in my business. I wanted to scale and I wanted to be around like-minded women that were also growing their online businesses. And I wanted to work with coaches that I, I know now didn't have the same spiritual alignment, right, or values, but they were making the money that I wanted to make. They were making the impact that I wanted to make. And so I was really attracted to that type of coach, that type of market, that type of industry. And 
I met some amazing coaches and some beautiful women who truly were just so genuine and very accepting. However, when I was in that room in those spaces, I really felt like I opened some spiritual doors that shouldn't have been opened. That was really when I started to feel the conviction and the discernment from Holy Spirit while I was in these rooms. Like, hey, maybe don't participate in that. Maybe don't open that. Maybe don't have that conversation. Um, and it's really difficult, especially when we just are coming and building from a place of wanting to prove ourselves and wanting to hit that next level in our business and everyone around you is doing these amazing things um, and changing lives and having impact but it doesn't feel right in your spirit in your soul you know you have to listen to that i started to think okay maybe i just need to find a christian coach or a mentor or maybe just surround myself with more christ-like women who are also building empires, also really successful and really good at what they do, who are also making really good money, who are also raising families and, you know, growing their marriages. And that's who I was looking for. And guess what, you guys? Again, a gap of what I was looking for. And so whenever that happens, it's usually an indicator that either I need to create something because there's a need for it. If I'm looking for it, then someone else is as well. Or my first initial thought was like, someone else should create this because I have a beautiful business where I am really successful making great money and serving so many women who are also now building empires and serving so many other people. And I kept uh, feeling this tug where I wanted to change my business, but that like I like I should change my business. But at the same time, it almost sounded crazy because why would I do that, right? Like I worked so hard to get to a certain point, to a certain level of success, to really proving myself and building this brand and working with my dream clients, serving back to the community and really bridging the gap. So it was such a difficult uh, thought. And every time I, I had this thought, I was like, okay, cool. Someone should really do that. I wish that existed while at the same time, my current business started to feel unaligned. The reason why I felt unaligned was because I was always trying to tiptoe around my faith. Um, I had shared that I was a woman of faith. I wasn't as invested as I am now, right? Like we go through seasons. I would still say I was, um, like I had been raised as a Christian in high school and that was when I first was saved. Uh, but I had recommitted my life after having my kids and me and my husband, you know, we we thought that was the right thing to do when Milan was born and we were like, hey, we should go to church and take our kids to church and give them the same foundation that we had. So even though I was going to church every Sunday and praying and just doing, I, I would say, the minimal things in my walk with Christ as a woman of faith, I know that now, but it was part of my journey. I was also just tiptoeing and not going all in on my faith because I didn't uh, want to share my faith. I didn't want to offend people. I didn't want them to think that they couldn't work with me if we had different values. And I also didn't want people to call me religious, which honestly is still like, that's still a struggle. I don't like to be called religious because I also considered myself more spiritual. I think that there's a lot of religious trauma that needs to be healed collectively through what a relationship with Christ is and isn't. That's another conversation for another day, right? So really coming back to that place of really knowing that I wanted to create something for women of faith because I saw that big gap between faith and business, I also felt really unqualified. One of the main reasons why I felt unqualified was like so many of you guys listening where I just didn't 
feel like I understood the Bible fully because I didn't understand it fully. I still don't. Uh, I felt like it was debatable. There were so many things in the Bible that I didn't understand, that I didn't like, uh, that I didn't believe. And because of that, um, I struggled with really submersing myself in the word and really understanding that it was a tool, a weapon, right, in this spiritual journey. So I think so many of us have the spirit, the spirit of inadequacy where we don't feel qualified to share our faith or qualified to help others uh, because there seems like there's so many like rules and like we just don't have a full understanding of it. Because of that reason, I was like, okay, I'm not qualified for this. So someone else should really do that. And I felt like I was almost looking for someone that I could mentor to help teach them the business side and then help them kind of grow that. But uh, at the same time with my business, I started to feel really misaligned. I was entering a season of what I know now was spiritual warfare. I didn't know how to describe it then. I just felt a lot of uncertainty, which led to anxiety. Um, it was kind of just a combination of burnout from hustling so hard through 2020, not taking care of myself, lots of personal things going on in my marriage, in my home, and just so many things that were happening. It felt like a storm came and really just blew my house down and caused me to be uncertain about so many things and really just questioning myself, right? And I think that in a time where we want to have so much self-certainty and there's so much around the self-improvement world and building ourselves up, really the self-trust, right? All of these things came to came to question because I hadn't built my business or my life on a firm foundation. I had built some things on the firm foundation of God, but not everything, right? Like my business was one of those things that I hadn't fully surrendered to Christ. Uh, my marriage, there were parts of it that I had given to Christ, but parts of it that I felt like I was still holding back on. It was really an opportunity to surrender. That didn't feel good. And it was really a call to surrender everything, including my very successful business and really just giving it back to God and really, you know, if you're familiar with the Bible story where Abraham sacrifices his son Isaac, right? It's really about that. Just giving Isaac back and being like, okay, God, like if this is, if your hand's not in it, I don't want it. Uh, I don't want this. I don't want this. I don't want this. Take this all back. It was really kind of like a stripping of all of the success, all of the titles, stories, and labels, and all of the things that that I was really basing my identity on. I just gave it back to God. And when I did that, I felt so lost. I felt so lost. I was like, who am I? And it was such a beautiful opportunity to really rebuild and get to know myself in Christ. It was such a difficult season. So for anybody that finds themselves in something similar where you're struggling with debilitating fear, anxiety, identity, maybe just feeling depressed, hopeless, I 100% know where you are. And I'm so glad that you're listening and I'm, I'm so glad that you're not giving up and that you know that there's more for you and that Christ really has a big plan for you. Kind of just getting back to really bridging the gap, right? Really going through this season of being stripped of all these titles and identities and at the same time really relying on God for the next step, for the next move. One of the things that came to me during this surrender season was the word of God. Like I said before, I didn't fully trust the Bible, but when I was in such a season of uncertainty, I was Googling things, I was looking for knowledge, I was self-diagnosing. Like if anybody, or maybe you know somebody that's been in this crazy season of just fear, debilitating anxiety, right? With everything that's just going on in the world. And I was like, I can't believe in this. I can't trust in the media. I can't trust in 
you know, this person that I used to trust in because they're not even aligned with me. Like, who do I go to? Fortunately, I, I didn't have a prayer circle or a community around me. And that's another thing that I, I can't wait to talk about is the importance of community and having people in your corner that are praying with you and for you. But what I really found was the Bible, okay? And so because I'm in this season of uncertainty, I was like, what can I trust? Found a Bible that I loved and I'll link it in the show notes for you guys to download. It's on Amazon if you guys want to buy that one. I found a Bible that I loved and I, you know, prayed that Holy Spirit would give me revelation and just help me understand it. When I started to read this Bible, I started to realize that it was a sword and it was exactly what I needed to overcome this season of spiritual warfare so the the bible describes the word of god at like a sword and there's so many things in there you guys that if you're not in the word of god you just don't know is happening and because you don't know what's happening you don't know how to fight back you don't know the rules of the game therefore you don't know the shortcuts you know what i mean and so when i started to read it i was like wow this is crazy there's so much strategy in here this is the best book ever i can't believe that i even when i say that now i'm like wow like i can't believe i never believed in this i was so reliant on podcasts and the self-improvement books that i never thought to open the bible which is really like the foundation of all of those other books I was so happy to finally find a Bible that I understood and also to use it as a weapon and to memorize it and to seal some of those truths and verses in my heart and have something to come back whenever I had intrusive thoughts or limiting beliefs or doubts or fears. I knew how to use God's word as a weapon and that's something that I would love to keep talking about in in the next episodes, Uh, but really just wanting it to come home to how you can also bridge the gap between your business and your faith. So maybe you are feeling really called to grow your faith, to share your faith, re-strategize your, your, your business, your career around your faith, to just really taking ownership of it. And so I'm going to give you three steps to really help you bridge the gap between your faith and your business, okay? I want to preface with the scripture of Matthew 6, 33. I'm reading from the Amplified Version, and it says... But first and most importantly, seek, which means to aim at, strive after, his kingdom, his righteousness, his way of doing and being right, the attitude and character of God, and all these things will be given to you. So before we go after the empire, the finances, the freedom, all of the things that God really wants us to have, before we go after those things, seek first to be more like him, seek his kingdom and his will. Okay, so before we build on a firm foundation, which is the first step, right? Really rebuilding on a firm foundation, seeking Christ and wanting to build according to his will. The way that you do this is that you ask God what he wants for you. Go back to the drawing board. God, is this what you want for me? Do you want something else? Ask him to show you. Literally, that is the best way is to just re-strategize with God. Is this still in alignment for me, right? Uh, that was a business meeting like that I had with God about Latina business coach. I said, God, is this still what you want me to do? Uh, if you're not in it, I don't want it, you know? And so going back first to the to the drawing board and establishing that foundation of seeking first the kingdom. The second step is to let your business or your career 
be your ministry, okay? This doesn't mean that you have to be a Christian business or a faith-based business, right? Where you're actively sharing your faith. Like, it doesn't have to be that. You can be Christ-like in the things that you do, the way that you serve people, the way that you help people, the way that you show up authentically. That is sometimes the only Christ or the only Jesus that people will ever see is through you. Maybe just thinking about the values in your business, you know, what's important to you, family important to you, is, you know, serving with excellence important to you, keeping your word, what's really important to you and building on your firm foundation on that, but also knowing that your business is your ministry where people see your business and they know that something is different. And it's really easy to do that when you understand that you're on assignment, that it's really your job um, and well, our job, our responsibility to fill in the gap here for what God is trying to do because it's not just behind a pulpit. It's really about being Christ-like in the marketplace. Maybe that is a chance for you to minister to others, to be able to share your beliefs with once you build those relationships or when clients just notice that there's something different about you. And then the third step is really about remembering that there's an eternal impact here um, and really forgetting about the earthly titles, the riches, the status, all of the, the things that fade away, the things that are here from the world that are important, that are beautiful and that are okay to have. But remembering that there's more than that. We're after building and binding things here on earth and in heaven, right? And really just being able to bring other people with us, being able to make long-lasting impact here is more important than any other business that you will ever build. We are on assignment and other women of faith, other women in general, need to know that there are women like you and like me who are reading their Bibles, who are laying hands on their children, who are praying for their clients, who are raising families and and marriages just at a different caliber. And we need to be talking about those things. We need to know that there's other women that are actively building an empire and serving God at the same time. And the way that we hear that, right, is by us sharing our faith and really building from a place of excellence, remembering that we aren't working for clients. We aren't working for people. We are working for the Lord. Everything that we do is for the Lord. It's for God. It's to bring him glory so that at the end of the day, when we have that meeting with Christ, that he is able to say, you know, well done, my good and faithful servant. That's what I want to hear. For those of you that are listening that maybe don't consider yourselves Christ followers and you've made it this far, I'm so glad that you're still listening. I'm so thankful that you're still here and that you're being obedient and giving yourself the opportunity to hear the word of God or just being ministered and poured into. And if that's you, I also just want to invite you to take the next step in, you know, inviting Christ into your life, into your business, and really partnering with God. The biggest step, I guess this is a bonus tip in really bridging that gap, is just inviting God in to your life, into your business, and surrendering it to him. And knowing that you can only do so much in your business and you can only hit so many levels based on your own abilities. The rest is just going to cause burnout and hustle and misalignment and um, making sacrifices for the things that you really value instead of letting God be able to do more through you through your business when, when you're partnered with him. 
I read this thing the other day that said that we're, we're not the creators of our of our lives, right? Society will tell us you're the creator of your life. No, we're we're the paintbrushes. God is the creator. He's the artist. And our gifts, our experiences, and our talents are the paint. Above all, you guys, when seeking the kingdom, really just inviting God into your life, into your business, into your career, and surrendering it, and letting him do his work through you. I hope that this was a blessing for you. I hope you guys have an amazing day. Thank you so much for listening. Tell them who you are if you're living in the movement. You want to praise God. This is how we do it. It's my God. It's my God. It's my God. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe and leave a five-star rating and review. Click the link in the show notes to join our Kingdom Builder community app, where you'll get access to free monthly devotionals and additional resources around faith, business, and wealth. This podcast is sponsored by Kingdom Builder.